it's it's like when you I don't know if you when you go to the chicken shop and like they're about to close and it's like <laughs> that, that last piece of chicken <laughs> and like so and the guy's like hurry up, <laughs> hurry a bit hurry a bit we're closing we're closing and you're like oh come on man don't do me like that it's like no that's it no more chicken that's it that's it oh yeah. <laughs> that's what that's what that's what Kane looks like to me basically honestly 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 Okay, we're back, everyone. This is episode 49 in FPL Bros. I'm doing okay. How you doing? It's the final countdown. I'm alright, man. You're excited. It's exciting. Kind of exciting. It is exciting. Do you know what? Um... Been a good week, man. Liverpool top four again. <laughs> I no, can't just... really complain, can I? No, no, you can't. I mean, I, I, you want a bit of tension, don't you, on the last day? I mean, you can't always be about who's going to be champions, who's going to be relegated. But you know, still, um, even if it's something, you know, some people might argue, well, it's not a trophy, but it's still high stakes, isn't it? Yeah. Way. Yeah. Yeah. No, so that's going to be interesting, uh, you know, all those teams. And uh, i completely forgotten that uh, Europa Conference starts next, next season. So I guess some people might be fighting for that, although I don't know. Because if you end up in the Europa Conference, what, what kind of teams are you going to be like playing in that? I don't even want to think about it. Europa Conference? What's that one? It's like... <laughs> Okay, okay, like at the top you've got Champions League, yeah. Yeah. And below that you've got Europa League, and then below yeah. Europa you've got Europa Conference. I did not know that. <laughs> I think if I remember correctly, so top four's Champions League, then yeah. I think I think and sixth. Uh Europa and then seventh is conference, Europa Conference. Ah, uh, okay, fair <laughs> enough. Well that's so, yeah. Tottenham, so <laughs> you know, depending on whether they beat Leicester or not, they might still be there. But then it's anyone's game. It could be Leeds, it could be Arsenal, or it could be Everton. So yes, that's right. That's right. Uh, so it just depends on what's going to happen. Okay, then. You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. As usual, we'll start with uh, how we did. Uh, I know we've not been on for a while, but let's just go straight to game week 37. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, who do you, do you, do you want to get started? I'll get started. I played my wild card. Mm. Um, didn't do as well as I thought I would. Um, I was quite pissed off because some people got points that I took out. So yeah. just to clarify, I took out Gundogan. Um, he got yeah. points. He got, um, was it a goal? He got a goal. Yes, he did. Yeah. Uh, I took out Lingard. He got some good points as well. Um, I took out what I took out one other person who got some decent points. I can't remember who it was. Um, yeah, Lingard, Gundogan got points. And then I brought in um, Antonio, who was a yeah. good shout. He got me some good points. Yeah. And I brought in Trent Alexander, TAA and Robertson. That They were brilliant choices. Mm. Um, Rafinha was a letdown and Mason Greenwood was a letdown as well. And I was undecided between ASM and Willock. Oh. <laughs> but I thought, surely Willock can't score six straight games in a row. So I went for ASM and bloody yeah. hell. 
No. I, I was surprised how everybody, a lot of people seem to have jumped on Willock. And I was really surprised about it because I thought you can't possibly keep it up. Because when I looked at the game, goals he scored, like a lot of the time he comes on late when like the opposition is tired. Or I think he got a penalty once as well. And one or two of his goals have been quite jammy. But I think I'm just making excuses now. There's something about the boy. There has to be. Yeah. Or is it still just, just like six consecutive games of full-on jam? Yeah, I know. I still think it's jamminess. I mean, come on, man. Seriously. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, people got their points. You know, you can't hate. They, uh, they, uh, they took the uh, gamble and it paid off. Yeah, how about you? How do you do? I did okay. I captained Fernandez. Basically, I put my armband uh, on him at the beginning of the week and I just completely forgot about it. Uh, uh, and I think if I thought about it more, I probably would have gone for Salah. So I'm glad that I did, didn't. And um, yeah, Lingard did the business for me. Watkins also was, was a nice surprise because I wasn't oh, expecting Watkins. to get anything. Yeah. Top, top baller, top baller. Yeah, uh, I honestly thought Smith Rowe would get something, but uh, you know, but I, I think that scoreline flattered Arsenal a little bit, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, well, that, go on. Our, our FB, FPL bros did pretty well, didn't they? As well, they um, had Willock in their team. Yeah. Um, Antonio Lingard, Dallas Alexander Arnold. Um, Dubravka, that was a great keeper choice. Um, seven points there. Yeah. Bamford. Um, so everyone got a point apart from Kufo and yeah. Kane. So yeah. it was actually a really good, really good week for our fantasy football team. So, yes, uh, but they're coming out swinging. FPL Bros team's coming out swinging. Imagine yeah, how I mean, it, it's trying to overtake me. I'm not having it. I might just like <laughs> sabotage the team when you guys are not looking and just. <laughs> Bringing loads of Sheffield United and West Brom players. You say that, but even when we don't do anything to the team, it's uh, do you know what? Yeah. Those are uh, yeah. So so yeah. I mean, I think I'd like to think we're finishing strongly. Green hours yeah. around, and you know, looking ahead. People... To... Sorry, go on, mate. No, I was just looking ahead to game week thirty hours. What I was gonna say. Yeah, I was gonna say just for people listening, it is beneficial tuning into Twitter and listening to the pods because we do make our player predictions. And what we will be doing next season is um, actually discussing about the transfers we will be making for the FPL Bros team. So people have a good idea of um, what the team looks like. If you're a part of the league, you will be able to see the team, but you'd be aware of what transfers we're doing. So if you do want some easy tips there, you can literally just try and shadow the team if you really want and if you agree with the transfers you can copy it if not then you don't have to but you know rank ranking wise is doing pretty well so we must be doing something right exactly we're putting all our uh, theories and uh, predictions into practice there and you know you can get an insight into more of an insight into what we're doing and how it works with the team when you've got to think about budget and how much you actually want to spend because it's all very well like recommending the three most expensive players every week but when you've actually got a team to sort out and a budget to manage, you know, if you're spending 0.5 here, you've got to take 0.5 out there. Uh, But yeah, you know, what have you got to lose? Absolutely nothing. Exactly. Yeah. All right, then. Yeah. If we just move on. Um, I'm just going to let you freestyle a little bit before we get to player picks and predictions. I mean, 
I don't know if there's anything you want to start off with. A, he- a header by a goalkeeper. That's always uh, a talking point. <laughs> I, I mean, there are not many goalkeepers that have scored in the Prem, right? So I watched the highlights reel, which showed all the keepers that have scored in the Prem. And mm. out of the ones I've seen so far, most of them were accidental goals where they tried to kick the ball out from their own mm. goal and the other keepers, it bounced over them. Yeah. Um, I mean, Alisson being the first Liverpool keeper to score a header is amazing. Um, so that's one thing. But yeah. also, it's made a massive, massive, massive difference in terms of where we are right now, us being top four. So that was like a moment of pure thrill and euphoria. And, you know, moments like this, you just kind of wish fans were there to, you know, be cheering and celebrating with the team. Yeah. No, um, but that, that's what you, you want from football. That's absolutely yeah. what you want, uh, and it, it's, it's it's amazing. Um, I mean, I, I would just like to say, I, I know it doesn't come anywhere close, um, but uh, I watched the FA Cup final, and I actually wanted Leicester to win quite badly, but a big part of me knew that Chelsea were a better team. And <laughs> <laughs> Chelsea did what they normally did, uh, which was they controlled the game, but they didn't really have any penetration. And uh, and I thought, well, as long as Leicester concentrate, they might be able to get something from this. And yes, they had a lot of luck. I won't deny that. And yes, Tielemans' goals was a worldie. I won't deny that as well. But when it went in, I was like, oh, my gosh. And then um, then then they had that uh, disallowed goal as well. Yeah. You know, it was, it, it, that went in. And I thought, oh, Leicester, you, didn't do it. you couldn't manage it. It was all over now. <laughs> Yeah. And then the commentator goes, oh, no, wait a minute, could be offside. And then when they drew the lines, I thought, well, he looks like he's on to me. And then they did that whole crap with the millimetres of the arm. Yeah. And oh, do you know what? Yeah. You literally can't celebrate any goals anymore. You, you <laughs> literally just have to hold your breath and wait. So when a team scores, you just have to be like, OK, I'm just going to go make myself a coffee, um, get some biscuits, come back, sit. Here's a goal. Yeah, like, okay, I've got one thing to say. I don't think I've ever mentioned this before, but I've got to get this off my chest, okay? A couple of seasons ago, no, actually not a couple of seasons ago, all right then, um, I don't know if you remember, um, ah, when was it, maybe 10 or 15 years ago, Spurs were playing um, Man United, and I think Roy Carroll was in goal for Man United, and somebody hit the ball from about 40 yards away, and he went over the line. And uh, Roy Carroll batted it out again, and the, none of the referees on the Lions and saw it, and mm. it wasn't a goal. Do you, do you recall that at all? Um, I don't recall that. No. Uh, anyway. oh, the only reason I I remembered is that I mean they've been, ta- they've been talking about video technology for a, for a while, but I remember the debate went into overdrive after that goal because you you know you've got live television and we all saw it go over the line obviously it was frank lampard's goal against germany in the world cup i think it was 2014 as well we all saw that go over the line and it wasn't given but like yeah i remember that ever ever since then um a certain bald headed geordie striker said literally whenever he got the chance they've got the technology why don't they use it they've got the technology why don't they use it now me um i thought well yeah i mean we can all see these things they're all obvious to us but if they're not obvious to the referee, do we really want to re-referee games? You know, do it all over again with cameras and everything? I don't think that'd be good for the game. I mean, at the end of the day, people make mistakes, but most of the time they get it right. 
most of the time, the best teams win. Most of the time, the better teams are champions. Most of the time, the worst teams get relegated. It's not that unfair, is it? You know what I mean? And, and I have to admit, I was never really in favour of, of video technology. Okay, let me get to the point. All, I'm, all I want to say now is this, right? If you weren't in favour of VAR and you're still not in favour of VAR, good on you, yeah? If you were yeah. in favour of VAR and you're still in favour of VAR, despite all its faults, again, at least you're being consistent. The people I don't have time for, and like I said, a certain bald-headed Geordie striker who were all in favour of VAR, even though we all said it'd be a bad idea, a lot of us said it'd be a bad idea, and now all they do is complain about VAR, they're against it, how do you look at yourselves in the morning? That's all I want to say. How do you get up after all your spouting after five or ten seasons say, oh, we've got the technology, we've got the technology, why don't we use it? Well, we're using the technology now and you don't like it. Yeah, I know. I think a lot of it is because they're not very clear with the with the rules of 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 you know of, of VR, VAR and and it's just a bit like wishy washy. One week you see a player commit a foul in the box and they take a look at it and everyone goes, "Yep, that's definitely a foul and it's a penalty." And they go, "Nah, it's not." And then another week, the same thing happens, or the, <laughs> and the next thing, something happens, and and then it's given or you know, they, they do the offside thing where the player oh. might not be involved and then they do another one where they go, yeah, nah, he definitely was involved, but he might not have been. So it's a bit wishy-washy with the rules. They make up yeah. their own rules and sometimes mm-hmm. refs don't really know what the rules are. They just kind of go, okay, cool. Yeah, definitely. But it's like I said, they're re-refereeing the game and that can, yeah. never, that's not necessarily going to be a good thing. And, and, and the thing is, they don't want to back down and like, the whole thing at the beginning was supposed to be clear and obvious. Now they're checking every blinking thing, you know, yeah. and, and like they just making it up as they go along. And like I've, you've heard all the complaints before. I'm not here to just repeat the complaints. All I'm here to say is I don't like people who are all in favour of it. And all of a sudden they're turning around and saying, actually, it's rubbish because I'm like, really, really? Because we all. There's, there's, there's a lot of things. Right. And yeah. I agree with you on this. And. Actually, just to add to this, you know, the offside flag, that's another thing that goes with this. You know, if someone's offside, they won't raise the flag, but you could be running for the ball and the keeper could be going for it. And it's 50 50. They they could take your player out, right? Yeah. (laughs) I.e., exactly. And your player will get injured. And yeah. then they'll raise the flag going offside. But it's fine. It's not a foul because you're offside. (laughs) (laughs) And anyway, uh, Jamie. How Hello. are you doing, my friend? I'm hey, good, Jamie. thank you. I thought, I thought I'd wait and let you guys get, get everything off your chest for VAR <laughs> before, I, before I interject. <laughs> it sounded quite easy when I jumped in. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Just VAR. Real, yeah, um, yeah uh, we were just kind of freestyling. Real quick, do yeah. you want to say anything about your Game Week 37? <laughs> um, I mean, <laughs> no, no, no. it was always going to be a dreadful one because I went big on the week before and I accepted the consequences on, on this week. Fair enough. So, but, um, I mean, it was, it was, it was uh, one point below average, so I got 42 points. Um, mm. <laughs> to be honest, it started off pretty all right and then it just kind of dwindled. Like, loads of sixes and fives, but no real... Double fi- no double figures to speak of at all, actually. So you can imagine that's that's how that happened. <laughs> well, you know, I'm looking at it right now, and, and it actually is a good team, but there's yeah. just some shocking underperformance there. Yeah. Uh, you know, Son should have got something. 
you, Ward Prowse had a free kick. Mm, they're something. usually going in. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, Calvert Lewin, I had him as well, and I expected him to get something. But again, Everton made hard work of that game, much harder work than they needed to. But yeah, okay. Um, yes, I mean, I don't know. Have you got anything to, to lend to the VAR debate? Uh, although I appreciate it's probably, probably all been said already. I mean, I'm not sure what's been said, but I 100% agree with um, what I heard from Derek as I jumped on. Um, it is, it's it's just, it's nonsense. And whatever happened, it seems like, I don't know, it's tough. Like, especially the one where it's like, because for about, I would say, I think it was about 40%, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, 40 to 50% of the season, any time a ball touches a hand, it's a handball, pen, no mm. problem. So yeah. half of, like, nearly every single time it touched a hand, it got, it got outrageous. There was like, there was pens in every game one week, I'm sure. Like, it was outrageous. Yeah. And then Arsenal had it recently with Burnley, where it blatantly hit the guy's hand, no pen given. Yeah. Yeah. If you're gonna, I think, I think if you're going to do a rule, you have to keep consistent for the, with that rule for at least the season. You can't yeah. just flip-flop at the half, halfway point because oh. then... Like it just doesn't. It does. It's not. It's not equal anymore. Because when no. the chance does finally come to another team's way, it's like, well, sorry, mate, we've changed it now. It's like, wait, what? Yeah. And then yeah. that also goes yeah. with um with the with the penalty rule. Like, if there's contact, it's a penalty. But now mm-hmm. suddenly there's a bit of change, and now it's like, oh, but is there is there meaningful contact? It's like, wait, when did that become a thing? No one even said anything. You I haven't know. changed the rules. It's, it's like now it's meaningful contact. Eye watering. It really <laughs> is. And. Um... Yeah, Gee, I'm pretty showing my age here, but I, I I remember that they brought in a rule where if you if a free kick was awarded and the defended team if the defending team argued with the referee, the mm. free kick got moved forward ten yards. Oh what happened gosh. to that? That's a nice. I like that one. I know it was good. Well, what, I, edge I, of the I, box was ten yards. Is it a pen? Yes. <laughs> really? Yeah if, they, yeah. if it was outside of the box and they still argued the referee, it was a penalty. Oh, wait, no, I like no, I don't know, you know, because Chelsea, Chelsea will be getting every week. But the that was they, a they, they the I don't know why, why they, I don't know why they got rid of it. Oh, I man. think they got rid of it. <laughs> but yeah, though the meaningful contact thing that really gets on my nerves because it always seems like when it's David Luiz, when it's Shaka, <laughs> it's very meaningful contact. But when it's against us, it's not meaningful contact. Like this week, this week there was um there was a, I don't know if you guys recall Aubameyang getting sent off against Crystal Palace. Uh, yeah, vaguely. He goes, he goes in late on the halfway line and ca- catches the guy's ankle. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it looked a lot worse than it was when it was slowed down. The mm-hmm. exact same thing happened this week. Crystal Palace against Arsenal. There was, it was a yellow card. And I was just like, oh my gosh, you guys, you're taking the mick here. Like, he, he smashed his ankle. We saw this given, literally, mm. in, the, in the other fixture. Yeah. But, you know, it's like, I don't know. I think it's the consistency that bugs me. If you're consistently rubbish, I wouldn't care. Because at oh. least we know what to expect. You're rubbish. But yeah. if you're consistently like, I don't know, you know what I mean? Like up no, and down. They, 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 I mean, there was a time where it, it, the, a lot of the rules were quite clear. But um, I, I don't know what they're going for. And uh, what really bugs me is the whole thing about intent. Because mm. you're never really going to know what a player is thinking. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember I, I, I lived with a guy once. He was a massive Liverpool fan. And we used to watch uh, football all the time. Uh, and I used, to, and I remember we used to get into these blazing arguments about uh, fouls. And I said, "Look, mate, right? Footballers aren't as stupid as they look. Yeah, some of them are really sneaky, and they know exactly what they are doing. But, he, but, but we always had the same argument because he could never figure it out. Do you know what I mean? It's so difficult to tell. That, yeah. That's how difficult it is. I mean, I would, 
I would argue that I would argue that someone who spends who spent I don't know sixty percent at a minimum of their life using their feet to kick a ball, they're pretty skilled at it. So they yeah. kind of know they they kind of know the intricacies of oh, if I put my foot out to the left a little bit, I could catch his ankle, you know. Like, do you know what I mean? They're, I'm sure they know. 100%. It's not me and you. It's not me yeah. and you who are like, oh, no, what's happening with my foot? I don't know. Like, exactly. These guys are very skilled. <laughs> they're, totally. They're in, I think most of the time they're in, in the quite good control. And as well, they've got the experience. You know, they know if they kick a ball in a certain direction and if the guy's standing to the left of them or to the right of them, you know, or if you can hear somebody running behind you and you lean your body that Hang out a leg or whatever. Like, yeah. Hang Harry out a leg. Or take your pick. Mm-hmm. Take your pick. Zaha has made it an art form. He's, he's nicked a career off of it. I mean, Milivojevic has Zaha to thank for that season. It's right. When I mean, right. Zaha used to be the most fired player in the Prem until Jack Grealish came along and said, hold my beer. That's mm-hmm. right. You know, and before that, it was Cristiano Ronaldo, I think. Oh, really? Premiership. Yeah, there was one season where he was easily the most fouled player in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah comfortable. Comfortable. Yeah. That's when that's that's when that's when he like really got got his name because they were saying yeah he's all that he's all good he's good and good but he's soft he's soft he calls for pens. That was back in do you remember that was the one thing that people used to say about him he's soft that's and then, then he would smash it sixty yards into, the, into your net or something stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. I have to say to be fair to the guy he really did respond to the criticism didn't mm-hmm. he? You're all about to witness a monumental down. Okay. Actually, um, anybody got any thoughts about um, Euro 20, which has now been moved to 2021 and is all live action kicking off in our screens, football 24-7, 365, wall-to-wall coverage. You can't sleep, you can't eat, you can't breathe. It's just going to be football, football, football all the time, forever, this summer, anyway. I think it's going to be interesting. Uh, It's going to be nice to have some football in the summer. Um, I seem to remember certain song about football coming home but um it never did come home maybe we'll see it come home this time i mean personally i'm up for it i love it i, I mean I'm, I'm 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 addicted to so you know i don't yeah. mind at all like i'm i'm also a bit in two minds because like i love it don't get me wrong but then i'm just like flipping heck this is going to be like a whirlwind of the next couple seasons because of the euros think i'm just thinking about people like very selfishly people like saka i suppose derek hasn't got anything to worry about trent didn't get picked but i'm thinking about saka like he's i'm worried about his his his, the minutes in his legs and then thinking about the world cup coming up in the winter and then like it's just there's just so much going on for these football players i don't know long i feel like we're gonna see a lot of injuries next season yes there is that I, I, I would like to interject, Joe. Is it so bad, really, if your player doesn't get picked in the national team? I mean, I know there's a stigma attached to it, but at the end of the day, right, it just means more of him for you. And you know he's good. He doesn't have to prove anything. You know? I mean, selfishly, it sounds good, but then unselfishly, you always lose that argument. Your player, your, your player didn't get picked, mate. <laughs> he's not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, look. Eric Cantona hardly ever got picked for France. I don't think Man United particularly care. Mm, this is true. Yeah. So what's that? So Carl Walker, Carl Walker over Trent? Is no. AWB over no, Trent? Don't, don't don't be silly. We've all seen what Trent is doing right now, and he's him in Trippier <laughs> over Trent. He's it. I think Gareth Southgate went to Gordon Ramsay with two bread, two slices of bread on either, on either cheek, and said, "Please tell me why I am." <laughs> I don't know how you see Kieran Trippier. I think, yeah, 
you're in, mate. <laughs> Look, uh, no, no disrespect to them, right? They're all good. They're all good defenders. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying they're rubbish, but Trent brings to the plate what what no one else can offer. Mm. Someone with great attacking threat and can also work defensively. He's not the best tackler. He's no AWB. Don't get me wrong, but his attacking threat far surpasses that of the others in comparison to his defensive Easily. ability when you compare them. So his defensive ability is not as great, but his attacking threat is way greater than them. And we need those balls being fired into Kane. I would say Rashford, but Rashford's not really one for, for aerial balls. But Kane, Vardy, they love those type of Danny balls. Danny Ings will get at the end of some of them as well. Oh, 100%. So, mm. you know, like 100% we need Look, it. So. Here, here, here's my compromise. I say take him, but take him as a midfielder. Mm, yeah. Yeah. He's not a midfielder. He's not a midfielder, though. Yeah, but call it a wing back and be cheeky. Come on. Come on. Are you trying to say he's a midfielder now? I'm I'm 100% saying he's a midfielder. 100%. I would say so, too. I would say that the only reason he's allowed to play in your defence is because you had had, um, people like, uh, what's that guy called? Van Dijk and um, the other one. Matip. Gomez, just with them oh, two, Gomez, yeah. with them two and Matip, with them three, like Matip is a solid guy as well. Like with those guys, when you've got defenders like that, your 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 right back can act like a midfielder, and you can get away with it. Honestly, Liverpool, yeah, Liverpool, play, Liverpool so play one up, one down. So when he goes up, someone drops to cover. So Genie or even Thiago, you've seen him sitting deep. He will drop to cover. They both don't always play up in in the. Um, final third at the same yeah. time they usually have one well, to drop cover okay look Liverpool is one thing but like the thing about tournaments is that you can't go gung-ho right you don't have 38 yeah. games to put things right you've literally yeah. got three games to put things right yeah you, 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 it's got to be solid and Southgate knows this so the point I'm making is that um, if you're going to have people on as defenders they really do just need to defend. You've got to attack at the right time. Because mm. honestly, Trent, man, I just don't. I don't ever. I never see him behind the halfway line. I rarely see him behind, behind the halfway, which is fine. We, we almost had yeah. a goal scored by um, what's his name? <sighs> I can't remember. One of the players from Burnley and Trent literally ran across and stopped it with his with his back foot, and he, he was brilliant defending. Is that, is, is that player from Burnley International? <laughs> I, it's just a quick question. I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't want to be might the play one. for Scotland. I, I can't remember. I didn't want to be the one to say it. It might be a Scot into a Scot, a Scottish international. I mean, I can't there's a big difference between running back and stopping. I don't know insert name here, and then running back and stopping Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> there's a big exactly. Difference. It's like that, that's my whole point. Is that, look, international football is a whole different ball yeah, game. Yeah. The tempo is you... different. The tactics are different. And, um, you, you know, and you're going to have a different manager as well. You know, Klopp wants one thing. Southgate's going to want another. Southgate's yeah, not sure what he wants, to be honest but, with you. But, to, think, not take, so. but to not take Trent as criminal, and we all have to agree on that. Like, he's such a talent. You can't not take him. Even if you keep him on the bench for when you're losing, you need more attacking threat. But I'm just saying, to not take him at all is just insane. Mm, well... Um, again, I think you you have to judge people by their results. You can't take yeah. everybody, you know. Yeah. And then by by all means, if everything goes goes down in a blaze of glory, or glory, or goes down in a blaze of, I suppose, then by all means, pillory the guy. But like, I've, I've lost count of the amount of times that England have taken their best 
plays the tournaments and they just play like 11 individuals this that doesn't true. help either this is true this yeah. is what this is what this is what makes me think that if you got if you got even mm, I don't know like if you got a semi successful or a pretty successful coach and like gave him time with this England squad not just lump in some any English folk in there do you know what I mean like get someone who's got some real experience and has like a game plan and like a philosophy I think you could take the take these international tournaments by storm but I think you're right I don't I don't know who I don't know who you would... Um, I, think I mean, I think Emery would do a job, you know. Plagues. Another problem that plays three lines too much <laughs> it's like, it's, it's, it's excitement that people get around young talent. Experience actually counts for a lot at international level. And I'll just give one example. Like, when, when Spain were, like, killing it in international football between 2008 and 2012, right, they let under under-23 players play in the under-23s, under-21s played in under-21s, under-19s. They just let their young stars and talent develop slowly sure they took them along to the big tournaments but they weren't starting every single game you mm. know just you, it's good to get excited by young players yeah but for every soul campbell there's going to be a tightest bramble do you know what i mean you know so and mm-hmm. <laughs> so some names are going to be coming out with you never even heard of yeah for every harry kane there's going to be a uh oh james Beatty again oh yeah yeah, see exactly. I know James Beatty. James Beatty was hot for one season, wasn't he? Everyone's yeah. like, "Oh, he's got to go in the England team." You know, came along, he did absolutely nothing. So what so, are you calling for? More Kieran Dyers and not Kieran Dyer, um, Eric Dyer and uh, Hendersons and I don't know. Give, insert again. You know, we all box these players. And one one last thing I'll say is that if you ask Mark me, Noble. sorry. I said Mark Noble could do a job. <laughs> oh gosh, let's do player picks and, and <laughs> <laughs> I, I just you off entirely. I did. <laughs> Before we do player picks, guys, I don't know if you're aware of this, but there's a Premier Premier League Hall of Fame, right? And I'm sure the listeners, some of the listeners, will be aware of this, where certain players who've had a career um, and now retired, um, but they've had a career in the Premier League, you'd have had to um, have retired um, for um, a year. So you have been retired since the 1st of August 2020 is is the condition. And to consider your career, you can be voted into it. Now, the latest um, person to be inducted was the one and only Stevie G. Mm. but with him, you have Eric Cantona, you've got Keane, you've got Henri, um, you've got Lampard, um, you've got Burkamp, and you've got Beckham. Mm. So um, I know you guys will have some thoughts on this. Just a quick question, and I'll, I'll fire out to you two. Um, I know it's a bit of an on-the-spot question, but how do you feel about some of the other um, greats coming um, after Gerard? So being inducted or soon to be um inducted people so we don't know yet but how do you feel about jared being inducted into the premier league hall of fame before the likes of you know skulls or gigs or andy cole or um you know some I, of I, the I other i haven't considered that you know that gerard got ahead of people like skulls like gigs like uh andy cole that's that's interesting um yeah i don't know but then again if I look at the list, like I've actually I've opened it up as you said it, and when I look at the list, I look at the kind of names. I mean, these are these are names that I would have guessed, you know. Like yeah. I don't know, it feels like it feels like these are the poster boy names that you would say. I don't think Ryan Giggs really exactly. is the echelon 
as or even Paul Scholes hits the echelon. I think it's more about cult heroes rather than what what they did. I don't know how to describe it. Like like I mean, if you look at someone like Paul Scholes trophy wise, it, it's uh, or Ryan Giggs trophy wise, should I say? Stephen Gerrard doesn't even get a look in, not even yeah. close. But then cult hero Stephen Gerrard yeah. is miles ahead. I mean that goal. Yeah. That goal in the FA Cup final, it still lives on. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then the comeback. I, I, I think that, um, I think, I think, uh, I think pure numbers comes into it a lot as well. That's what you forget. You know, sometimes you forget how much these players actually, you know, did in terms of pure numbers, you know, yeah. and, and pure yeah. stats. And yeah. um, EVG was undeniably up there, I think, in, in, in terms of the numbers that he produced. Uh, uh, so that's part of it as well. Yeah, but then, you know, cult hero, I think that goes kind of hand in hand with personality. I mean, if you put Paul Scholes' personality next to Stephen Gerrard, it gets into that Well, yeah, there was one more person I thought of, guys, that I don't think a lot of people take um, or give a look into, and that was Drogba. Oh, know, that's harsh. Not, I'm not. I'm not hearing that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just not. Just not. Seriously. I'm just not. I'm just not. If if we're talking like the, the cult hero, he can he can touch it, but numbers. Yeah. Come off it. His record. His record is comparable to bloody Theo Walcott in terms of numbers. Ah. <laughs> well. He, he was part of a Chelsea D team that dominated. And one thing you will notice, right, if you look at some of the players, some of the greats in the last two decades, right, it's usually dominated by United players because obviously United had their era, didn't they? Yeah. In the noughties, um, where they just dominated up yeah. until around the, the early... Well, pretty um, much the 90s they dominated from. They dominated, yeah, yeah, of course. But if I'm talking about the last 20 years, I mean, oh, sorry. Oh, the last the 20 la- years, okay, yeah, yeah. The yeah. last two decades, right? they dominated a majority over half of that. So when you do look at the Hall of Fame or you look at inducting players into the Hall of Fame, you're in a situation where you think, ah, we might as well take a majority of the United team. You can look at Rio Ferdinand. You can look at... um, (laughs) Exactly. No, no, not really. But you can look at um, the keeper as well, um, Schmeichel. There's so many players that you would take from United and it's just not fair, but... Hopefully, as we see times changing, if you look in the last decade, right, United mm. hasn't won very many um, play of the years. It's been mostly Liverpool, Chelsea, City, City. players who've been yeah. winning this. Um, United haven't had a touch in since, I think, 2013 or so. I can't remember who it was. Yeah. It might be. Well, but, well they, 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 yeah, I mean, that would be about that. I, I think, I think, um, I think the ceiling for being an inductee should be that when you mention a player's name, People will mm. straight away say, oh, he's a good player. He was a good player, you know, and then you kind of take it from there. You know, if you have to think about whether the guy was good or not mm. already, I think you could just put him to swipe right on, on that. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what no, I, mean? I think I think you're 100 percent right. Like it needs to be it needs to be like undeniable if you put mm. their name in there. Like, I don't yeah. think at the moment you can deny any of these Hall of Fame inductees. I'm yeah. interested. So if you if you were saying if you thought of current players now. Playing in the Premier League. Aguero. Who would you say? Yeah, I was going to say Aguero nailed on. Yeah, 100%. Right, bar Aguero, who else? Who else do you see well, should be inducted? You, what, you mean, well, it has to be someone who's going to retire soon, isn't it, to be fair? I guess, of course, or someone right who's in the later stages of their career. Or even in the middle, if you can foresee that they might yeah, do something they, crazy. Well, uh, do you know what I do think? Would you guys ever think of David Silva? I know he was quite instrumental for City, but do we think he made enough impact to well, deserve that? I mean, again, his assist record is up there. 
Uh, so in terms it's of pure true. numbers, I mean, he he was he was quite understated in the way he went around his business. It's true, you know. Uh, although Micah Richards recently uh, said that he was the biggest drink he'd ever come across. <laughs> Michael Richards is amazing. <laughs> funniest thing. He's like the best. The best news to have come from Sky Sports. He's just sorry. Sky Sports. Yeah, he's he just pulls back the curtain. He's just like, yeah, no, they're, they're all they're all idiots over this side. Don't worry. <laughs> he's just got so much banter. I love is he on BT or Sky? I can't remember which one he is, but he's I just think he's on Sky. Yeah. Uh, I think he's on Sky's, yeah. But like, you know, I I honestly hope I thought he'd do a lot better. It's a shame how his career panned yeah. out. Uh, Two footed player who could play in midfield and defence, mm-hmm. and I just thought Any England, need, yeah, I just thought England needed a lot more of that. But um, yeah. anyway, it, it is what it is. Did you let Harry Kane get looking into Hall of Fame? Uh, I suppose. Harry Kane. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Harry Kane. <laughs> if Harry Kane even gets a whiff of that, you better throw my boy Wayne Rooney's name in there. Oh, what second sorry. highest goal scorer of the Prem? We there is that. Guys, we forgot. But you know, mm. look, like all I'm saying is Harry Kane. It's just like if you just talk about the pundits pick, he'll be straight in there. Mm. When when Harry Kane can say Peter Piper picked a pair of pickled peppers, he will get That would be a requirement. Without me needing an umbrella, sorry, that was a bit rude. But <laughs> well, yes. Uh, you, we'd all be there like the man, the credits are rolling. He's the man, let's just go home. You ain't never going to get it. All right. <laughs> he tried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. All right, like seriously, man. Play, play picks, play picks. Do we do play picks? Right. Or, pr- or predictions first? It's predictions first already, isn't it? Yeah, predictions first. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pick, pick, pick three games. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I, I was just going to do like the the usual, you know, big six. Uh, I don't think there's many, that's many big games, but okay, let's go for it. All right, okay, all right. Then, um, no, there isn't really. So, okay, Arsenal. Uh, Brighton. A lot of team teams are safe right now, so you know <laughs> what I mean. It doesn't really matter if they lose or win. No, that's true. But um, yeah, anyway, Arsenal Brighton. Let's have a prediction. Um, I think know. I think it'll be a tight one, but I think Arsenal will win. Just on on our current form, I think we've been playing really well, and it seems to have clicked sort of right at the very end of the season. But yeah, I think yeah, it's it's always clicking with Arsenal until it doesn't though. <laughs> All right, yeah. <laughs> do you know, do you know sometimes I've heard that whole. It's clicked now. <laughs> wow. What was that tweet? Tweet wow. where, like, compilation of all the tweets where Arsenal have tweeted that finally found the missing part. <laughs> I, thought, I thought this was a safe space. Genuinely. And it was like, we're signing blah, blah, blah. This was the missing part of the puzzle. We're signing blah, blah, blah. This was the missing part of the puzzle. It was like, we're signing Lecceh. We're signing Lebemian. We're signing Partey. We're signing... Is the missing part of the puzzle. We're signing We're Pepe. Signing Pepe, Pepe. Yeah. <laughs> it's finally clicked. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to. Wow. Yeah. So a Brighton team. I do, I do agree. Who, Arsenal should win. Who, yeah, but yeah. All right. Yeah. So two wins being predicted. I'm gonna say a draw. Okay. Because Brighton aren't that bad. Yeah, they're not a bad team at all, actually. After what they did, City. Yeah. Just goes to show what the home crowd can do now. 
Yeah. On the other hand, um, Pep Guardiola, I think he might have jinxed it a little bit by coming out and saying, oh, Graham Potter, he's the best manager around who isn't me. And like when, when people hear that kind of thing, I think they probably go, he might, you know, might overplay his hand a little bit, think he's too good. And there is that. So, yeah, yeah. If, if it's not a draw, then an Arsenal win, because I think Potter will just uh, fancy himself a bit too much. He'll be feeling himself too much after that uh, compliment from Guardiola, which is kind of a damning with faint praise a little bit, I think. I think it was kind of sour grapes in it. Well, he beat my team. He must be the best manager who's not me. You would say that, wouldn't you, Pep? You know, you're hardly going to be saying, admitting that you were beaten by a crap team with a crap manager. He's not going to say that, is he? No way. No. All right, then. Villa versus Chelsea. Villa have nothing to lose or gain. Chelsea have everything to lose. Chelsea win. But it's not going to be an easy win because Villa are going to be at home. They've just come off a win against Tottenham. They're full of confidence. Griezlish, um, <laughs> as I like to call him, is back. And his juju is kicking in. Do you know they've won like 50% of their games when he started? That's just ridiculous when he's played. Yeah, the, the, the snaps, I mean. I mean, that, it's, it's good and bad for Villa. It's good in that whenever he starts, they, they can have some confidence. But it's bad in that... You know, when he's not playing or when he eventually goes, they're going to be right up the creek, aren't they? Honestly, I don't know how you replace someone like Drelish. I don't no. know how. No, well, you don't. You or, you could do it, or you could do it like um, like Tottenham tried to do with Bale and just buy six people just because. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, they're traveling. Yeah. Right, Chelsea right. have an amazing away record. They've only lost one game this whole year. So ah, I think Villa are going to win. I think Chelsea are going to be saving themselves for the Champions League final. Think so. um, yeah, I don't yeah, think I don't they, think Chelsea care at them at this point. To be honest with you, no. And I think and and like like you said, they've got Greedish back. You know, you I've, say I've, they don't care, but once again, Chelsea have everything to lose. If they lose the Champions League final, they're not. They I don't think they're going to risk not being able to play in Champions League on that game against City. If you had the ability to play in Champions League, right, and you could take that. And also have the chance of beating City or gamble it all on beating City and win the Champions I think I'd take the ability to win and play again and then mm. also try and beat Man City because it's hard enough being Man City as it, as it is. If they lose this game and then they lose against Man City, they, they've got nothing now. They well, don't have I, to. But that's, that's assuming actually. that everyone else wins. That's true. I think it's mutually exclusive. Honestly, do. Uh, because the thing is, like, what I noticed about Chelsea when they played Leicester again after the FA Cup final, is that they actually went for it for a change, mm. which is it's all well and good, but it's also quite risky. Um, so, but if you go for it against Man City, you're going to have to be, you're going to have to run yourself absolutely rag, rag, ragged. They can't do that against Villa and Man City. They've got to save themselves from Man City. You know, How long do they have to the next game? Isn't it at least four or five days? Um, yeah, it, it's, it's about a week. Yes, it's yeah, it's uh, so twenty third to the twenty ninth. Yeah, oh, so it's, it's, it's more than following time. Saturday. Yeah, it's more than enough time. Mm. But you know, I do get where you're coming from. So yeah. I just think, I think Chelsea. You think Villa? What do you think, Jamie? Uh, I think Chelsea. I don't think too. I don't think. I think Tuchel's gonna like. He looks like a guy who's not gonna let let himself lose in the final day of the season. I don't know. I feel like he's not. He's not one to like. Like Derek says, like drop, drop, drop his hand. He wants to try and win every single game. And um, I don't think I don't. I think you're right. I think losing against Villa and of and obviously like losing you potentially losing your position in Europe next season 
on the basis that you're going to beat Man City, that is that's pretty bonkers. Because Pep, <laughs> he, he needs this. He <laughs> needs this to con- call Man City a success because he's always going to have the asterisks that, yeah, but he didn't do it in European competitions. This is the season for him to do it. Yeah, it is. Um, it, it's a risk. But, you know, once you're in the final, anything can happen. I expect to see Prime Aguero in the CL final. They're going to load him up full of all kinds of pain meds. Just going to put him in the chamber and send him back five years or something. Do you know what? I don't think they need him. I think they should. He's not going to play. No. I think Pep's already agreed on the squad. It's going to be the same squad he used against PSG. So Foden, KDB and Mares up front. Yeah, definitely. 100%. That's the next final evolution where you don't need a striker. Exactly. Well, I mean, it's it's more out of uh, necessity than anything else, but it's working. Why, you know, they, they they all know what they need to do. And, uh, you know, OK, Leicester v Spurs. Spurs to lose. I don't think Spurs are winning that. Same. I don't think Spurs. I think I think Leicester are going to win quite simply. It's so bad to say this, but Spurs are not going to win. No, just, no chance. They looked terrible. Hurricane didn't have a they sniff did. of the ball. No. He didn't have a sniff. No. The only time he got the ball was in midfield and he got fouled. That yeah, was that's it. Why he wants, that's why he, he wants had, to go. He had one shot the whole game. One mm-hmm. shot. Right. Mm-hmm. Two words, yeah. Ryan Mason. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's not happening for him. It isn't. And it he never was. You know. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what people were expecting. <laughs> oh, he's not Mourinho. You're damn right he's not Mourinho. Yeah, <laughs> Mourinho wouldn't be in this position. <laughs> I can't think of anything more obvious. You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. All right then, the pool versus Palace. Where is it? Is that is that Liverpool? Yeah, uh, I think Liverpool yeah. going to win. Looks like the cop, so yeah, I do think yeah. we should win this. Um, Palace didn't look too exciting at the weekend. No, it's a shame. Really, come out firing. Mane's got a little bit of confidence. Firmino is no looking goals everywhere, left, right, centre. <laughs> Joking. Um, I think it'll right. be a good game, and I think we'll <laughs> probably be up for it, like really up for it. Hundred uh, percent. So yeah, I mean, be- you need to be because if not, then boy, Europa League next season, son. <laughs> Having said that, uh, I I heard that if 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 Liverpool if Liverpool only win by one goal, Leicester are going to have to put five past Spurs. Can you imagine that? This is true. Yeah, the goal difference is bonkers. Yeah, no, Liverpool are going to win, and I would not be surprised if there were a hatful of goals. Maybe one or two for Palace, but definitely an avalanche. Then again, I don't, I don't, I can't, I can, I can kind of see a Vardy hat trick against Spurs just because that will be so Spursy, like it's happened before. (laughs) It's happened before when they lost to Newcastle. They got shot. They got oh yeah, five (laughs) Newcastle were already down, and And (laughs) Newcastle went and spanked them. That was something else. Will it? Will it? Will it? I I want Willock to do well as well, so he can up his price a little bit. Good old Joe. There is that. But hey ho. Um, Okay, uh, City versus Everton. Oh, City are going to storm them, I think. I don't think Everton look too exciting. But they, they've conceded a couple of goals recently, so I don't think they'll go over a clean sheet. I wouldn't be surprised if Pep plays under 23. <laughs> There's no, that. He's gonna, Plus. He's going to play his B, his B team, which is basically equivalent to most A teams in the past. Having said that, Everton have actually been defending quite well lately. I think I think they, over the past six games, they've got one of the, the highest... Uh, best defensive records in the league, most clean sheets. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, I think, I th- and, and like sometimes Man City, they do make hard work of scoring, you know. I mean, sometimes it works not having a striker, but other times you really do need one. Uh, yeah. So I, I think, I, I, I would not be surprised if this game was a draw. I don't think Everton are going to win it, but I think Man City are going to find it difficult. Not that they'll be particularly bothered. That's my yeah. opinion. Um, all right then, uh, Wolves versus Man United. It's going to be a uh, game. I'm not even interested in that. Yeah, I don't, I just, I'm so done with Man United. Um, you know, I'm done with Man United, but I'm also done with Wolves. I I think they're trash. What is going on there? Yeah, I I don't know. I got Connor Cody in yet, and he's done absolutely nothing. Big waste man, biggest waste man ever. It's <laughs> so depressing. So and that's that's why I'm done with Wolves. They've been wasting my time. Connor Cody's been wasting my time. And like they've just been wasting everybody's time. So you, <laughs> you know what Connor Cody has got? You know what Connor, he's got an England shirt this summer. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> no, nah, but wolves are trash. I don't know. Like it's <laughs> this has been such an interesting season because wolves have been I, I don't know I never expect a lot from wolves, but I expect them to be in and around the top seven, eight teams in the league. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Now now look, I mean I I get that um Jimenez has been injured. That's fine. But still, generally speaking, Wolves are supposed to be a well-organised team and they're mm. supposed to be solid at the back. And like, they've just, I've not been seeing any of that at all. You know, so they're not scoring and they've, they've been letting people take the mick out of them as well. The only mm. one who's doing anything there is Chirore, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And they usually take the mick out of him as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's uh, well. Yeah, that's right, Wolves. Go to the back of the class. We're done with you. Well, I suppose Wolves are really just saving themselves for summer for Portugal, isn't it? <laughs> In reality, yeah, I guess. This, is, this isn't their main competition. Their main competition <laughs> this summer, the Euros. Is that's what's like, that's what that's where they that's their time to shine. That's exactly, the real Wolves. Won't this will be interesting. Fernandez is going to play against his national side. Who's what's going to happen? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, they, they they might even share a thing. Actually, that might work out quite well for them. <laughs> the other day, yeah, um, it was, it was yeah, um, I think um, it was Richarlison. He he obviously speaks Portuguese, doesn't he? So yeah. like, yeah, if you're up against Wolves, then you can understand all, everything that they're saying, and then you can run rings around them. It's that simple. <laughs> You've got a Portuguese player on your team. You should give him the ball because they'll be able to understand. No, that's a stupid theory. Anyway, yeah, I, I, who cares? Who's even going to win? I don't know. Man United, I guess. Yeah. I think Man United going to win. Cavani will score. So, quickly, guys, just to add one or two points, and I'm sure we'll come back on this um, in our final pod um, for the. Uh, not, I wouldn't say for the year actually, because we will do more. But I mean, the yeah. final pod in the game. Sort of a season review. Season review, yeah, exactly. So I think the team that's impressed me the most this season has been Leeds. Mm. They've played really well. They've been great attacking. Um, they've had some very good disp- defensive displays. And I think they've just been really exciting. But um, looking at the championship, uh, it's obviously been confirmed what teams are coming up. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to get your both your initial thoughts. We've got Norwich, so... We're getting <laughs> good old... Is Pookie still there? He must be. Yeah, Pookie's still yeah. about. Yeah. Pookie, Badia, Cantwell. Cantwell's yeah, still Cantwell's there, yeah. Back, and, so uh, they're coming that, back. That, that kid, Max Ahrens, as well, he's still there. Oh, really? Yeah. They managed to hold yeah. on to him. Yeah, they did. 
Interesting. Squad now. And then we've got Watford coming back as well. So Cajones. Um, yeah, Mr. Big, Mr. Big Cajones. Yeah. Um, Ismail Asar. Ismail Asar's back. Um, oh, nightmares, eh, Derek? Delafoe left them. <laughs> <laughs> um, he left them. But, yeah, I just wanted to get your thoughts on these two teams coming back to the Prem. Do you think they'll survive or do you think they'll get relegated again just like... Uh, <sighs> Two of three that came up this 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 season. That's a good question. Well, well with Norwich, it was kind of close. I, I mm. think because they put on some good displays last season. It started off very so, well. Yeah, and so they'll be a bit more streetwise this time around. Because sometimes teams which bounce, they they do um, use that experience a bit better. Like Burnley did. Crystal Palace used to bounce a lot, and I, yeah. I think they, they use the experience to make themselves a bit more streetwise. So I, I can see Norwich doing something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. not sure about um, what. Though. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. I'm not. Conv- I mean, obviously, this all this all depends on who they might be able to bring in if they can nab yeah. some of the some of the better players from the teams going down. You never yeah. know. But then, like, yeah. what I like to do is like when I see hear about teams coming up, I look at the current bottom three, and I'm looking at Newcastle, Brighton, and Burnley, and I think head-to-head who's better than who in these kind of scenarios and who do I think will be better over the season and I think Newcastle and Brighton are staying up they, I don't think they'll go down next season so that, yeah. that's Burnley and will Burnley do do they replace Burnley any of those teams I don't know I don't see it I don't see it maybe Norwich uh, could probably replace Burnley Norwich could probably yeah, replace I mean, Burnley Burnley have to pick things up real quick though because they've been letting things slide a little bit mm. on the other hand i suppose it might be worth considering that having fans that might make a difference yeah um, with, with, with newcastle i honestly thought it was going to be a lot closer with them than it than it turned out actually being mm. and uh, so who knows maybe this, it will be a close shave for them next season i don't know i think i think if newcastle if newcastle sign right i mean I like I, but then again you, you always feel that way with newcastle you always feel like oh maybe three or four good players and then they're in the top half again but it's like, who, what's Mike Ashley going to do? Nothing. Yeah, um, I, 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 you, you've got a point there because sometimes their defenders look pretty good, but mm-hmm. then the, the team is just awful and they just lose games. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know. Maybe they just need the right kind of leaders in there. Who knows, man? Uh, but I, I think I think it's going to be another season to struggle uh, for them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's gonna be a tough one, and I think I do think I think Norwich will stay up, but I don't think they're finishing out of the teens, if you like, so like thirteen onwards. I don't think they're getting that far up the table because no. the top we're so top heavy in the Premier League. It's oh, no. it's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> but again, I'd, I'd like to see what will happen with the fans back in uh, because mm-hmm. it's funny though all that banging on people were doing about having the fans back. Yeah, um, yesterday I think most of the home teams lost Spurs fans. Certainly didn't help Spurs. It didn't help Spurs having their fans there at all. At all. They, mean, start, they were booing. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, Bergwijn's goal was amazing. Yeah, that was um, that strike, and the fans went crazy for it. Mm. Right, mm. but mm. when they started losing, yeah, the boos came. <laughs> they booed them off. They booed them off, didn't they? Yeah, they did. They did. They booed them literally off. Literally booed them off. Quite literally, and. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it takes some getting used to because people said like, you know, you, you're less likely to pass it backwards or sideways if the fans are there because you know they don't like it. But on mm. the other hand, if they keep getting on your back for every little mistake you make, that, that's also going to affect you as well. But hey, we've had that debate a thousand times. You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. Player picks. Player, player picks. picks. Player picks. 
All right, who wants to get us started off? I'll go last. I'll go first in that case. Go ahead. All right, then. So, play picks, play picks, play picks. I think that I'm going to do the obvious ones, actually. So, uh, up front, we will have uh, Mikel Antonio, um, West Ham. Who West Ham got again? Southampton. Southampton, yeah. I think he's definitely going to get something from that game. And then, midfield, I will go for Rafina. Oh, all right. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, he's, he's, you know, pretty much everything that's good about Leeds attacking-wise, he's going to be involved. And they've got West Brom. So, yep, not necessarily difficult to score against them. Mm-hmm. And then in defence, I will go with... Now nah, that's it for me, actually. So Rafina and Antonio, those are my picks. I don't think it's going to be a good day for defenders, actually. No, I don't think so. <laughs> like, yeah. I thought about that. I was looking at my team for a little, like, just early on, just thinking, because I've got, what I've got is I've got, um, I've got two free transfers and I've got a bench boost to play. So I'm yeah, thinking yeah. long term on what I can do with that, because I, I saved one from the last week. I thought, sod it, and it's not going to go well, regardless of what I do with this transfer. <laughs> but, um. So, uh, so like I'm, I'm also, I've also looked at defenders because I've got bloody Maguire sitting there, and if I'm going to do a bench boost, he's going to tank me. But um, <laughs> <laughs> not, not because, not because, not because of like he's he's, he's injured. I'm not saying that because <laughs> Wolves are going to battle Man United. But yeah, no, defenders not going to be a good week. I just see goals because it always feels that way on the last game, day of the season that yeah. it's just like no one gives a crap anymore. <laughs> no, exactly. They they really don't. No, they don't. Um, so not, I don't know. Yeah. Player picks, um, I'm looking, why not? Joe Willock against Fulham. He's going to make it 7-7. <laughs> seven and seven. I, like yeah. your, I like your style. Yeah, I see it. 7-7. Seven seven. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm so impressed with him this, this, these last few games. Like, it, honestly, like the difference is, the big difference is, I was, I was listening to a podcast about it, uh, Arsenal yeah. pod. The big difference is, like, Newcastle are playing against teams who are, who are, who are up who are, who are up for it against them. So there's so much space in behind, so much space to run into. Whereas when you're against Arsenal, you, when you're playing as, as Arsenal, you've got to really like unlock it. So there's no space in behind. So that's why he's getting all of these goals. And that's why I guess that's why he does it before for Arsenal. But man, I'm happy for him, man. He's a good kid. So well, I'll pick him. It seems like a good fit. Sometimes that's, it just happens like that, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Definitely. Hopefully they can stump up the money because he'll love it. Who else we got? Uh, I went Willock. I'm going to go mm, Grealish, obviously. And then yeah, finally, yeah. I think, no, I think I'm happy with that. I was going to say someone else, but I don't think they're going to do for us. <laughs> I was going to say Kane, but I don't see anything happening. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was in two minds about him, actually. And I still might bring him into my team. I haven't made my mind up yet. Because uh, yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's good and he's good against Leicester, but like Spurs. <laughs> They were just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, quick one. Sorry mm-hmm. to interject. Do you think Pope will play this week? I really don't know. What did they say about at him? the moment? 50% oh, shoulder. So I don't know. Will they risk? I mean, is there any risk really? I don't know. Because <laughs> they're not doing anything this summer. But you know, I would like, love to bring him in. <laughs> the thing about Dyche is that I don't think he risks his players when they're not fit. Even if it's only 50%. Wait, he's, he's, he's not known for doing that. He, he really likes to have fully fit players. And like with, with Pope. You know, I don't think he wants to rain on his parade because he, is, is he not in the England squad? Oh, I don't know. He should I don't be. Know. He should yeah, be. I mean, well, Henderson's I, there. Dyke's not going to mess with his uh, potentially mess with his Euro. But well, they've got Pickford and Henderson. I don't think he's in there. Oh no, he's there. He's there. Yeah, he's yeah. there. Yeah, I, I, I would be surprised if he got played. I mean, the, the other boy they've got in there, he's no good. But a, they're playing Sheffield, 
and be there safe. So, you know. Yeah. All right. Understood. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. But, but keep your right. eyes peeled because it might, it might, things might change so easily between now and Sunday. Mm-hmm. So I've got three. So okay. my uh-huh. first one is Chris Wood. Ooh. I think he's going to do well against Sheffield United. Um, he's a big lad, and watching him play against Liverpool, he's so problematic. He he literally wins all the aerial balls. Yeah. He wins like all the balls that are coming down his way. He makes runs like no other. He's actually quite quick. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I just feel like goals will go through him. Like whether he's doing assist, whether he's heading the ball down or taking it down and laying it off or taking the shot. I do think he's a threat and Sheffield are not very good defensively this this season, as you can clearly see from the telly. So I do think Chris Wood's a good shout. Mm-hmm. Second player, I'd love to um, pick everyone in the Liverpool squad, but I can't. So I'm just going to go for Mane. <laughs> I think he had a bit of a confidence booster um, from his last game. He's had a bit of a meh this this um this half of the year mm. um but he's getting um he's getting his confidence back he's getting back to his original form and money loves a game against crystal palace i mean he scored so many goals against them last time he played oh. them um I, the last time Chris, crystal palace played liverpool remember it ended 7-0 um, and the time before that it was 4-0 so you know, I'm just saying, all, this time around, they do actually have something to play for. <laughs> so <laughs> you can imagine what the score is going to be. So Mane is my second player. Um, I know everyone's got Salah, but for some reason, um, Mane seems to play better against Crystal Palace than Salah does. So that's okay. Just mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, a little bit insider information. Yeah. And my third and final player is Patrick Bamford. And I think everyone kind of knows Bamford's potential right now. Strangely enough, he's only got around a 30-ish percent ownership in FPL, so still worth holding on to him because not everyone does have him. But no, Bamford, Bamford um, I don't know how he does it, but, you know, just... It's true. <laughs> the, it the weeks you think he's not going to do that great, um, he, he pulls a goal in and an assist out of the bag, so... Mm. Yeah, I think playing against the West Brom team who've got nothing to play for and just are going to go out with a bang, kind of mm. go for it. I do think there are going to be some. There's going to be a high goal goal scoring um, tally going on there. So yeah, it doesn't like it would be a mad game, but yeah, yeah. So those are my three picks. Good stuff. Okay. Lovely as usual. Yeah, there you go. It's all for free. All for everybody who's listening out there. Okay, so don't forget, we are on Twitter at FPL underscore bros. We're telling about what we'll be doing on our team, showing you what the FPL bros team is is going to be looking like. Also, all the banter is on there. All the memes are on there. It's jokes and it's just what you need in your life. Uh, If you're listening to us on YouTube, we've got an index now in in the uh, description below as well. Uh, so you can go to all your favorite bits just one click and you're there um, also we're on spotify and anchor and all that good stuff and we're just just everywhere man fpl bros all up in your day all up in your grill all mm-hmm. up in your ears you can't get away from it so yeah uh, thanks very much guys for coming out doing the pod this evening much appreciated and uh, yeah all that's left for me to say now is goodbye goodbye all right, green hours all round. Bye-bye.